live on SEN Top End, 16.11am. This is Fridays in the Top End with Jackson Clark, Raf Clark and Rob Hale. For Rain and Horn Darwin, finding a place to write your next chapter. Welcome back to SEN Fridays in the Top End, recording live here from Brinken. We are hoping to be joined by Southern District Premiership coach Shannon Rusker. Shannon, do we have you this morning? Yeah, good morning, Jacko. How are you? Good morning, mate. You are joined by myself, Raf Clark, and Robbie Hale in the studio here. Obviously, it's been a bit of an interesting start to the season for the Crocs. I had that 88-point uh, loss in round one, but in the last couple of weeks, have really started to hit your straps and looking irresistible last weekend against Pint with a 109-point win. So what's your take on how your team has started the season? Yeah, firstly, good morning, lads. How are you, Raf? How are you? Robbie? Yeah, good morning, brother. Yeah, good, good, brother. Good. Yeah, we've um, we've had a, a slow start to the season and a bit of an up and down uh, performances we've been able to put in on the park, which probably isn't you know typically a Southern District start to the season. But we've have a, a whole entire new group. We've got a lot of juniors playing, plus we've got some uh, new relocatables that have moved to Darwin. So it's just finding that perfect mould and perfect balance and finding and knowing each other's um, techniques and the way the style that they play individually. Yeah, exactly right. Hey, you mentioned some of those junior players, so you do have an impressive group of locals, and I think that's been the underrated aspect of Southern Districts over the past decade and under your time as coach. So everyone highlights all the recruits, and, and perhaps my social media page plays a big blame of that, but the local players have also played a strong role over the last decade at the club, and one player that's really stepping up from being a good player to potentially a really, really good player is Bo Schwartz this season. Can you tell us a little bit about Bo's form, what you know, his approach to football and, and how, how he's been this season? Bo's always been a super highly talented junior through the club. Um, played some wonderful football. He's uh, he's getting to an age now where he's you know his best games and his worst games have sort of um, plateaued out. So he's very consistent in what he does and how he applies it on the footy field. So Bo's um, obviously played down at Sturt for the last couple of years and at Glenunga Footy Club. And I think that um, contested football has really gave another string to his bow. So coming back into to, to Darwin, he's been able to play that inside game and not just the outside flair and skills that he has and that um, awareness that he possesses. So he's actually gone away and improved his game and, and it's great to have him back and playing, you know, down football and just learning new roles and you never stop learning in this game. Mm, exactly right. And I'm not going to ask you about the whole list, Shannon, but Stanley Waistcoat caught my eye last weekend. A very talented kid, finished with five goals. Can you talk about his game last weekend and where his potential lies as a footballer? Yeah, Stanley's a, a great young fellow, very bubbly. The kid uh, hails from Tenner Creek. He's been away playing at South Fremantle in the under-18s, and he's come back to Darwin and, again, plying his trade. But he's played... Um, he has to come through the twos and prove his worth, and he's done that you know, emphatically. He's you know, showed some really, really classy moments in the twos, and we, we thought, well, this kid that really does have something, and I shouldn't say kid, this young man has something special, mm. so... Let's throw him in against you know the better sides and see. It's either um, you know we help him through the process, and I thought he you know he held himself to account very well. He was very clean. He was very good overhead, and you know he read the ball in flight you know very well. And overhead grabs, which which are impressive signs for the young man. I think his uh, his journey can be a great one. You know, as long as he he loves the the football caper that comes with it and the hard work, I'm sure he could go up to higher levels. 
Yeah, I definitely vouch for that, Shannon. Obviously playing against him, uh, coached against him, sorry, in round two. And, geez, he was, he, I think he might have kicked three, five or something. He was everywhere. And even halfway through the third quarter, I'd just send the runner out and tell Sean Wilson to go stand on him because he was just getting so much of the footy. Um, obviously, in the off-season, you guys, um, what have you guys addressed also from the grand final? Um, you did dominate inside 50, I think about 15 in the granny. Um, and also, I've seen you that went and got, you have got Dave Barnard now part of the football club. And how did that come about? A couple of yeah, questions there. So, yeah, that, that is, we went looking for, you know, a, a coach. You know, I can't coach forever and that's just, that's the life. And we looked at play, our coaches that, you know, we thought were ready to coach a football club. And, you know, Dave Barnard always hangs around the football club. He's always, you know, he lives out in the rural area. He's done a wonderful job at Nycliffe and, and I thought, well, why not just throw out the, the bait and see if I could, you know, tease him in. And obviously we had a few chats in the off-season and he relished the opportunity and the go-forward plan that Southern Districts are looking forward to. And, uh, you know, we, we welcomed him with open arms. He's very knowledgeable, very statistically and database focused. And, you know, we're just, you know, moulding Dave into, you know, a coach that was in, in the making. So it was very good for the group. He, it, he works well with the group and... You know, he builds a lot of relationships as being a school teacher. He's coached a lot of the junior kids, so it's a, a very nice fit for us having Dave at the footy club. Um, you know, and and the part with Stanley Waistcoat again, you know, he was just sensational playing against Banks, and that's what caught our eye. So we thought, you know, we've got to give this kid a go sooner rather than later. Yeah, awesome, mate. Shout out to Rafi, your brother. Um, mate, it must put a smile on your face to see, um, you know, your juniors come back that have made it made it to the big time. Um, you know, having the Kai come back and just, you know, it just draws your other junior players in and makes them, you know, want to come and ask questions, I guess. And, um, you know, I, I, buddy, I press your smiling from ear to ear when you've heard he not you don't want to see players finishing up in the big time but you know you, you obviously get him back and you get to set the standard and show show the juniors you know he, he can have a chat to him and, and whatnot how does that make you feel mate having one of your best juniors back in the club yeah it's, it's a great feeling as you know you've you've been there and done that brother um you know you come back to saints and the kids always look up to you and it's always good to come back and give that opportunity and then impart your knowledge of what you've been able to achieve at a higher level and, and impart that on the younger kids and it makes their their learnings go you know vertically very quickly and it's not a slow progression and they also feel safe around the footy those younger boys you know when they've got a big bodied player like Nakaya or the players that can see the game and slow the game down and help them through the processes and it's not always about getting the footy it's about how you can help and coach them out on the footy field and Nakaya done that so wonderful on the weekend just helping and marshalling the troops around and while having a smile on his face was awesome to see, but you know, his family is a big part of the football club, and we all know how great his father was. But it's great having yep. two brothers, you know, play together, and young Jaggers coming through the system. And it was just awesome to see him come back to the club and just see a smile on his face. Um, yeah, we know the pressures it. of AFL footy, and we understand that you know they're they're free when they play up and down. They're not under the microscope. Yeah, then have a smile on his face again. That's awesome, mate. Thanks for that. Exactly, Laura. Hey, Shannon, last question for me, and it's probably the toughest question um, of the morning so far, but I was laying in bed last night thinking about it, actually, and you <laughs> are a premiership coach, so you've, you've reached the pinnacle here in the top-end game, but you've also coached some really good teams on paper, say last year, for example, that have fallen just short. So I'm wondering, in your opinion, what the difference between coaching a premiership team is and watching what the difference between coaching a team that's very good but only just thereabouts. What, what's that extra 1% or 2%, the difference between a premiership team and a team that's around about that third, fourth, second sort of mark? 
harmony is everything. I think having you can have mm. a great individual team, but if you've got um, a cohesive harmony group, you know that are playing with just lots of vibrant fun and um, you know just caring for each other. I think that's the main ingredient. You can have all the structures in the world, um, you know that helps you in the you know in the moments where you're under pressure. But if you care for each other and you've got that harmony amongst the group, I think that's the key ingredient. And you know we've had some really dynamic teams over the over the you know past probably six seven years, but not always has it you know transpired into a cup but I think you know last season we fell short but you know that probably wasn't the strongest group but they were probably the best group of coached in terms of harmony and and cohesion I thought that you know they really bought into that you know that happy environment space and again it's probably the way that you coach and you change over time it's the you know the stick or the honey and I think they're really adapting to the honey side of, of the coaching style no, 100%. It seems to be that new age style there, Shannon. <laughs> but thanks very much for joining us this morning. Thank what you, no Shannon. doubt is a busy <laughs> schedule. Um, I think you and your team are going to play a big, big role in this NTFL season. So thanks very much, Shannon. No worries. Thanks, brother. Take care. Cheers. Stay with us. SEN Fridays in the Top End. Live on SEN Top End, 16.11am. This is Fridays in the Top End with Jackson Clark, Raf Clark and Rob Hale for Rain and Horn Darwin. Finding a place to write your next chapter. 